And that's our first big fat juicy of the morning. It's the choice of the JSB crew. Mariama, she is a singer and songwriter currently living in Paris featuring Broken Back with the track Coffee and Wine. So that's the question. How did you start your morning this morning? Was it with coffee and wine? Was it with coffee? Was it with a glass of hot water and lemon? Was it simply with a glass of water altogether? We're going to crack into our first story. Now, we've covered this uh, a while back and it's something to be concerned about, but uh, let's look at how we deal with it. The locust swarming that we've seen taking place across the continent is obviously here in South Africa. We've seen it in the Eastern Cape recently, and now areas in the Northern Cape are also experiencing a locust outbreak. And residents are panicking. I'm sure agriculture is also panicking as well. What has to be done? On the line is André van Rensburg, the regional representative in the Bultfontein area of Free State Agriculture. André, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, Michelle, to you and the listeners. Thank Andre, you very much for having me. Let's crack in. What actually is going on? We've heard about the Eastern Cape. What's going on now in the Northern Cape with regards to brown locusts? Michelle, the good rains that they've recently had have uh, caused these swarms to hatch. And these are now moving all over the country um, into areas that they don't normally um, come into, uh, areas in the free state where we, we uh, work with a lot of crops. Um, and this is very concerning for us because the free state is the breadbasket of the country and uh, locusts and mealies and, and wheat and things don't mix very well because they uh, they tend to clash somewhat. So you talk about the hatching, and I understand that actually if you're going to stop the locusts from swarming, you need to get to them before they hatch and before they start to fly, which is like in the very first stages of their life cycle. How does one deal with that? Well, it's very difficult. Um, what, what happened in our area is we actually um, made contact with them in their, in their flying um, stage where they, where they actually fly as and they've moved into our um, area. Uh, what, what we're trying to do now is to is to kill them before they actually start laying eggs, because once they start laying eggs, um, the cycle will, will just repeat itself. Yeah. Every female can lay up to about 500 eggs. Um, they lay them in a little um, gel satchel underground, uh, so it's very difficult to get to. Uh, and then you have to break the gel packaging, I can almost call it, at the end, so, uh, which will cause the, the eggs to dry out, uh, and then they will die. But... Barring that, there's no stopping them. So, Andre, I watched a video, and in the video, and I really am clueless about all of this stuff, but it's, it was a fascinating video nevertheless, where, one, they demonstrated that if you want to get rid of them, as you say, within the, as, as they are underground or in those gel packages, then you have to basically plow the bird damned out of the, the field, one, or um, you, they they spray the fields as well, and and I'm wondering, does that even help? Well, Michelle, if if you can break the packaging, then then the, that'll um, cause the, the eggs to dry out, and then they will die. Yeah. Um, what we're trying to do at the moment is to kill the the um, adults, and how do you because do that? they're the ones that are going to be laying the eggs. Um, we've we've the the area is not used to this, so the government has has structures in place in some other areas in the, in the country where these things regularly occur. But unfortunately, ours is not one of those areas. So 
we literally had to sit down, figure out a way to kill them and, and, and go ahead and do that. What we've, we've currently done is to put a normal insecticide inside our um, firefighting equipment and then to spray the adults to try and kill them. Um, in some areas, unfortunately, they move into millet fields that are ready to be harvested. So there's no way you can take a bucky and just plow into a millet field. You'll destroy the crop. So what we've had to do there is to actually hire airplanes to, to try and spray them and, and, and try and kill them before they lay eggs. Because if they lay their eggs in the fields, you can think what's going to happen next year when they hatch. When these things hatch, they're about two millimeters long. Um, and I, I don't know if you've... <laughs> just just try and anticipate how you're going to find two millimeter long locusts in a millifield. It, it's an impossible task. Yeah, because in fact, I saw some of the numbers on it, and there, there was one guy that was interviewed who said that they can easily, like in your area, they could, if you're one farmer, they could take a hectare of grazing out at a single farm, boom, in a day. Not a problem at all. I mean, some of the swarms that we've been facing have been like a kilometer wide and, and four or five kilometers long. So these things can can absolutely destroy the the, the grazing that we have, uh, as well as any crops that are there. Uh, in some areas that, or in some fields, yeah, we we've had we've we've got a I've got a, a neighbour who's, who's uh, planted a 200 hectare um, wheat field, yeah, and they've absolutely decimated it. Um, grazing, they've they've absolutely destroyed. They've just eaten everything. Okay, so Andre. Um the the for the for agriculture it's critical i mean you're going as far as as you say with airplanes i mean one would hope that maybe in the future we could even look at drones like just crossing over the fields and spraying the locusts um what about for people who are just finding locusts swarming in their home yeah what yeah, do they do sweep um, them well, out <laughs> whatever they can <laughs> just try and kill them before they lay their eggs um, yeah. yes the, uh, I spoke to an entomologist the other day and he said to me that these, these locusts in our area have about 14 days left in their life cycle yeah. so they, they will be dying shortly uh, cold is also not their friend but yeah. they're very cunning. They actually crawl into um, the grass they, they, like, they crawl under the grass and in any um, fodder, whatever they can find to crawl under, like a blanket, like under a blanket, and, and they actually hide from the cold. So the, the critical thing is that we destroy them before they, they actually lay their eggs. Because you, once, that, once that happens... Are we're you confident, Andre? Well, to an extent. We've, we've made some headway. There are some more swarms coming in. The entomologist told me that three batches hatched consecutively in the Karoo this year. So the, the problem is much larger than we think. Uh, and it's not just in Bultfontein, it's, it's all over the, uh, the Free State. Areas yeah. where we've never seen them or haven't seen them for a hundred years. Um, Do you so think yes, that's climate we, we're change? fairly confident. I don't know if it's climate change. The, look, it's a natural phenomenon. It, it has occurred in the past and it will occur again in the future. Um, but it's just an exceptional set of weather conditions and very good rains in areas that don't normally get it. Uh, in, in the in the amounts that they got it, um, that, that, that that's caused us. You know, uh, in closing, Andre, I have to say, you say they've had very good rains, and I did read somewhere that um, there is a kind of uh, uh, old family myth that um, when you see uh, locusts, you know that there are good rains, which is just uh, it's like one of the great ironies in the world as well. 
Thank you very much, yep. Andre van Rensburg, regional representative in the Biltfontein area, free state agriculture. And I have to say, he's a typical farmer saying it has occurred in the past and it will occur again in the future. It seems appropriate that as we move on into Know Your Country, and of course, this is our SABC education feature, that we're talking about how we can improve the environment that we live in. Don't forget, of course, to send us your choices of big, fat juices. We've got a couple of them coming up.